Aloha. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number 422. We appreciate your patronage. If you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 421. A lot of interesting discussion happened last week, and it'll help you understand the stuff we're talking about this week. It's, you know, we do this every week, every Wednesday, every Wednesday morning, there's a new show for you, or if you're a Red Circle subscriber, you subscribe to our bonus content, you can get the show the night before. Well, it's, it's pretty late, I'll be honest, because I'm on the West Coast, so a lot of you aren't, but I post it usually a little before 9 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesday evening. So you get a little earlier and you get it without all those commercials and you get all the bonus content at the end. Take, for instance, last week when we discussed how Six Feet Under legend James Cromwell and a million other movies, including Babe Pig in the City, super glued him to the counter of a Starbucks in New York City. You only get that if you subscribe to the bonus content. Also, we talked about the guy that, I believe he was in Indiana, Real America, The Middle, a.k.a. The Middle, who won a, who won a um, Republican primary for his state Senate, despite being in jail for, with good evidence that he murdered his own wife because she refused to die of cancer and he was having an affair. Look. You only get that if you subscribe to the bonus content. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com. Click the link at the top of the page or go to my Twitter. And click the click the pinned link at Brian Beckner. The pinned tweet at Brian Beckner on Twitter. Also, please reach out. 949-464-TBLS is the voice mail number. Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Additionally, send us an email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com we love to interact with fans of the show i am joined now as always by mr ed daily ed how are you buddy um i'm doing well the i just read that the new oklahoma quarter quarterback is named general booty oh he's, he's related to john david is he one of the booties i'm looking I'm general booty that's what i'm that's uh, you know what that sounds like that sounds like a, a real grabby porno actor where his like his whole thing is is that he's real creepy make way for general booty um Gen- yeah, yeah they, yes. they say joining the ranks of nebraska's decoldest crawford is sophomore quarterback transfer general booty i don't see i mean i that's the only booty in college football i know of yeah, he's got... I mean, how many booties are there? It's gotta be related. There's, right. The booty family. Yeah. There's not, there's not gonna be a second family or there's a, a, a second line of booties that are also D1 quarterbacks. Right. 
Um, I want to, uh, well, this, this show will drop for most people on the 35th anniversary of a special movie. Can you think of what the movie is 35 years ago? 35 years ago on May, this will come out May 18th, mm-hmm. 35 years ago, which will, would have been, uh, what year is it now? 2022. This is around like 1987. Correct. 19, May 18th, 1987. Big movie that came out that year. It definitely wasn't. We're not talking Jewel of the Nile, are we? We're not talking Jewel of the Nile. I'm really distraught over the, after we just learned a couple weeks ago that the Kathleen Turner part could have been played by Deborah Winger. Yeah. It's, it's a better movie. It it's is. a better series she's, of she's movies. Better, she's a better actress. She's a better actress. Look, I don't want to be this guy. She's more attractive. And Kathleen Turner yeah. really, like, really leaned into that f- kind of affected voice thing she did. That it was Very. like, it was like, yeah. I'm Jessica Rabbit, so I'm going to go right. sultry overboard. Right. Like, it was, it was weird. Right. Wait, is that the movie? Overboard? Hold on, 1987. No, that is a good movie. I haven't seen I, that in years. Overboard, I went to with like a girl, with like me and my buddy Steve. Load up, Steve. We took a couple chicks from junior high to like, we met up with some girls to watch Overboard. And it would have been around 87, but probably more like 88. And then we went back to his house and his parents weren't home and we made out on bunk beds with them. Wow. So. In in 87? What year? It might have been 88. I think I was in seventh and or eighth grade. I think I was in seventh grade. We were doing makeouts with chicks on. Wow. Stacked on top of each other. I mean, I'm a year younger, but still, that's pretty aggressive. I believe I was on the top bunk. So you're saying it was not the movie Overboard? Great movie. No. And that okay. guy just died. The uh, character actor who was in it. Uh, Mike Haggerty? Mike Haggerty. Yeah, he died at 67, not in 1987, but like last week. <laughs> so he's in his 30s. Yeah. yeah. Um, the movie, I'll give you the director. You'll get it. Okay. Probably. Okay. okay. Paul Verhoeven. Oh, <sighs> it's not Basic Instinct. It's, um, no. oh, Fatal Attraction. No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm so stupid. So this... It was 87. I thought this came out when I was a little bit younger because my dad took me to th- see this in the theater and I thought I was too young. You're talking about RoboCop. Yes. He yeah. contends. I just read yeah. uh, right uh, on the eve of the film's 35th anniversary. He contends RoboCop is American Jesus and talks about how he was resurrected and this whole thing. It's um, so I just watched it not that long ago. It's a really good movie. Clarence Boddicker. Yes, it's it's well acted. The story is. Ve- I think it doesn't it does it not take place in 2022. Oh, it, you know what? It might. It might. It's because it's like real now. They're trying to privatize the police. Is the whole fucking story of the movie? They're trying to privatize everything in the movie. And guess what? It doesn't work out too well. So it's, it's, I- 
it's like a libertarian fucking cum fest and and it's hey it doesn't work out for you guys right yeah um great movie yeah i mean hoboken from what i can gather is like there haven't been those those over-the-top police incidents but over the years they are so juiced up with like i just see new equipment and like big things and it's like you know the town there's a lot of people here there's like sixty thousand people here but you know you're seeing military style stuff roaming the streets now what did i read the the nypd budget is like more than all but like five of the world's armies (laughs) yeah i mean we don't have those kind of even to scale of the nypd type incidents i don't hear of it but Mm -hmm. like I remember there was a, a like the the leprechaun kind of bar crawl, and they brought out all the all the juice because that's the type yeah. of day that there's incidents or yeah. SantaCon, and yeah. you're like, whoa, this is a lot of stuff for a small in 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 terms of square mileage. Oh yeah, place. They'll get those sticks going. They played high school football. They get excited when they get to use their sticks. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's exciting but, for them. It's fun. But what what a movie. I got to watch that. I haven't watched it in, uh, I mean, not too long ago, but probably like six, seven years. It's really good. I um, I watched it a couple times because it was- review this movie? We didn't. We talked about it, but we never okay. did. The I watched it a couple times, maybe like last summer, and it is so fucking good. It is, it's just really like a perfect movie, which is crazy because Paul Verhoeven made it. And yeah, and he does not do things like, no, you know, normal. And I, I mean, right. you know, it's supposed to be uh, a dystopian, futuristic thing. But like, there's there's some nuance to the Robocop Very. where Paul, Paul Verhoeven is crazy. Or um, was crazy. Yeah. No, no, he's still alive. Yeah, he's uh, Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a really ingenious movie. You know, one, one yeah. movie I was thinking maybe – we might have to do a movie episode about a movie that's releasing in a couple weeks. I think it's a Memorial Day release. Yeah. Fast 10? Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Ed. So they're, they're like dripping the trailers out. They are. One, yeah. There was one on like during the hockey playoffs. Just the new one. It looks pretty fucking good. I saw... Like there's there's been a hundred reviews and it's got a ninety seven Rotten Tomato. Yeah, yeah. Um, it the looks funny good. thing is, my son has not seen the original, and yeah. my older son and I was at a movie with him and he saw the trailer and he's like, "This looks like the most boring movie of all time," and it's because the like the the initial trailer is just like teasing you from mm-hmm. all the things you know from the first one but yeah. nothing really happened in that first trailer and it, it's interesting like maybe now they're trying to uh, expand it to more but they're clearly just going for the nostalgia thing in the first trailer yeah it's so somewhat um coincidentally i watched a big section of top gun just last night and it really well. We reviewed it on this show. I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up what episode we reviewed it, it on. Douche chills. Yeah, I mean, it's singing yeah. in the bar. Yeah, that's so. I got through that part last night, and you know the whole that he's uh, he 
you know, he's, he's really hitting on her cause she's with that old guy and they call the old guy Perry. And there's a lot of like super gay tone to it. Like much more than I think even we noticed in the first review that we yeah. did of it. But I will say this, the movie fucking starts off and they get right to it. Like the fucking yes. jet action happens right away. Now, I don't know why everybody was sweating so bad on that. Did, did the AC yeah. not work? I would think even in the 80s, there was there was adequate air conditioning. You'd in, think. And, and Principal, Principal Strickland there is there and he's, run, he's running the aircraft carrier and he's smoking a fucking cigar right there in the control room. Now, is that safe? Well, I, I will say there was smoking everywhere in in the mid eighties. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, but because there's there also there's a lot of just random smoking. I saw this week that they're you know how they remake everything now. Yeah, they're remaking Reality Bites, which is impo- it's an impossible feat because it, it's so much a time capsule. I can only think of it as the like the early nineties yeah, movie. It's it's the early nineties. It's exactly the early nineties for these twenty something slackers. But one thing that's one of the biggest characters in that movie is the cigarettes. They're they're smoking the entire time in that movie. And these days you can't make a movie. You can maybe smoke a little bit. I think you're not supposed to like show them taking more than like a couple actual drags. Like they can be holding the cigarette. There's all sorts of rules that movie studios have for, you know, if they want to get a PG 13 rating with smoking, but you can't remake reality bites and not having, have them smoke a fucking cigarette every scene of the movie. It's not the same movie. I, uh, I honestly did not like that movie. I only watched it like once and then maybe saw parts on HBO, but like to me it was like, it was a movie about people and a time taking itself way too seriously. Absolutely. And Ethan Hawke is so douchey. Yeah. He's, but I mean, Doesn't that's he the sing character. Violent Femmes or something. Yeah, he does. He sings, he has a band and he yes. sings Violent Femmes. Uh, for, for the listener, episode 128, Baller Lifestyle Podcast, episode 128, parts one and two are the review of Top Gun <laughs> of this show. And this is before we went paywall. So you're getting the whole thing. Who was our guest? Who'd we do that with? Jason Stewart? Jay Stu- that was definitely a Jay Stu. Had to be. Had to be Had old to. Jay Stu. Um, I saw something today just before we started. Ed, who is my all-time favorite athlete? John McEnroe. Yeah, John McEnroe. Exactly. I saw this week that ESPN is doing something where modern John McEnroe, who I believe is 60. Yeah. He might be 59. He's a, he's a great talk show guest. Great talk show guest. One of the best analysts in any sport. You you watch Wimbledon and John McEnroe is doing the analysis. He does it all because He's very passionate about the sport he's calling. He can he can explain it from the player's perspective and he's opinionated and he gives that's, you that's that. And he's yeah. Yeah. And he's a good talker and he's funny. He's the best. I love him. 
we've yeah. talked about this. I want to get a tattoo yeah, yeah. of him, but I know as soon as I get a tattoo of him, we'll find out that he's been War running a yeah, he's been running a pedophile ring for 47 years. ESPN is doing some made for TV thing. Oh, where no. he oh he's 63. Where he plays a match against like an AI of his younger self. So he's going to be, he's going to be like in his whites out there on the court. And then there's going to be a robot that plays exactly like 24 year old John McEnroe before he married Tatum and then never won another major. He's there's, there's there's one other element in his life that was probably not good for the athletics. You're talking about cocaine. They all do that. They were all doing that. But I think that's when things went overdrive because Tatum had a problem. Oh yeah, she did. And her, and her old man was Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Who was known to tune women up while on cocaine. Big tuner, big tuner. So streaming later this month on ESPN plus the former world number one and seven time major champion will hit the court against an adaptive AI created recreation of himself that will be physically represented by a robotic return system designed to mimic McEnroe's style of play from five different pivotal years in his career. I mean, you know what that sounds like? Come on. That sounds Robocop. like, sounds like something no. be happening. Robocop. No, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. Okay. That's some bullshit that we would have clamored for in like, June yeah. of 2020 yeah. during pandemic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Point. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a tiger King thing. Like a late May of 2020. Yes. Where we just need somebody to play yeah. something. I watched the, like the guys playing horse in their driveways, the NBA players playing horse against each other remotely on ESPN. That's how desperate things were getting. Oh, I remember that. And, and Trey young, had the shittiest setup. He had like yeah. one of those roller hoops. Yeah, it was bad. But yeah. I watched it. He was, he was like it. shooting from off the dirt, like over the house and shit. And I'm like, how is this? Like do an MTV Cribs. Go over to your one, one of your teammates house that has a better hoop and pretend like it's your house. Yeah. And like Zach Levine had a beautiful setup. Yeah. Full court and Better everything. league longer. Yes. Yes. And the, <laughs> And the um the sound was all shitty, like the, the, yeah. And there was like delays when they're trying yes. to talk trash, but then there was yeah. a delay, and they're staring for a while. Yes. And then there's like a late chuckle. It was just, but that's what that McEnroe thing sounds like to me. Like um, totally, it's like it you got to be desperate to watch that. And look, I get that he's playing Wii tennis, and he's funny, and he'll be mic'd up and stuff. Does anybody think? That a, a the tw- the sixty three year old version of a guy could beat the twenty four year old version of a guy doing anything, right? Like what? What are we talking about here? Like it's, of course he's going to lose to himself, and if he doesn't, it means they didn't really do an accurate thing. The AI is bullshit. This is like when they when they first started playing chess against computers, and sometimes the che- the grandmaster would win. They'd be like, oh, see, computers don't, don't have the human element. Well, not anymore. No. There's no grandmaster that can beat a fucking AI chess or computer. The, or, or the Watson 
Right. On Playing Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yes. Wait, you're telling me a computer that has the answers to everything is going to lose to Ken Jennings? Of course. Fuck out of yes. here. Yes. We have the answers to everything in our pocket. <laughs> like, a, a computer just could call it up faster. Like, right. who, are we, what, who are we kidding here? Uh, so, John, I mean, please, don't do it. Uh, okay. Anything else, Ed? No. Okay. Let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give Hetero Life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports this week? Three RIPs from the sports world. Yeah. Oh. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Okay. You won't laugh no more. Yeah. You won't Seven. smile no more. You won't laugh no more. And you won't fuck no more. So dearly departed, we hope you rest in that The song's beautiful, but that transition never isn't harsh. He goes from laugh to smile to laugh, and then you're like, whoa. Yeah. Things escalated quickly. That's you know, it it takes a turn. Like it's it you don't want things, much like Robocop, you don't want things to go the way you expect. Things gotta take a turn. Clarence Boddicker's got to shoot your dick off sometimes. Yep, that'll happen. Yep. Uh, RP Pat's Hall of Fame wide receiver slash kicker, oh, Gino yeah. Capaletti, 89 yeah. years old. Wait, now, I feel like I might have had his card. Was He was related to John Capaletti, correct? I think. I, Penn I, State? I, mean, I would think so, but he was 89. I mean. Pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but think I had his card. There's Six. no way to regulate it, but yeah. wouldn't that be so good Better. if one of your, maybe make the rule, one of your starting position players has to be the kicker. The best. How good is it when you're watching uh, Montana and Wyoming on a Saturday afternoon yeah. and they go to kick a field goal and number 91 comes out and he's and he weighs 320 pounds and he's a backup O lineman that also happened to play soccer in high school and he's going to do the kicks. Like there's nothing better. It is. It is great. It's great. Yeah. We, it should be, it's gotta be one of your starting position players. Cause otherwise you'd be like, yeah. Oh, he's a D bag, but he's yeah. not like, that would be right. the only way they could do it. Yeah. But the problem is the kickers are too good. Now they're too good. They're too good. I mean, they all good. played soccer. They're all like just very skilled. Yeah, they're all they're Yeah, it's it's too easy. No, like once in a if it's over fifty five, there's a chance they miss it. But anything anything inside of fifty is a gimme, right? Like if they miss, it's like oh my god, it's like the old days of missing an extra point. Yeah, at some point, analytics is going to tell them 
that it's always better to go for two. Like we're, we're not going to see extra points anymore. We're the punting is going to go away. Like all this whole field position game, they're going to realize that t- you don't give away 25% of your offensive chances. If you only get four, they're going to, they're going to go, I think Hey, the numbers are, are like the two point conversion uh, converts about 50% of the exactly. time. And it's like, so why wouldn't you do it? You because go if you, it. Yeah. <laughs> at worst, you're just going to hit, you know, an average of one point per touchdown. Yeah. Like why not go for it? Here's a, hold on. Let, let me, let me give you the, I totally agree with that, by the way, always go for it. There's uh listen to the, listen to the teams that Gino Capaletti played for before mm-hmm. he was on the Boston pa- Patriots. Oh, that's, that's before there were, Right. That's probably crazy teams. The Sarnia Imperials. Sarnia? I, we talking the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Yeah, over I, here? Think, I think that's the Lion Jesus. I yeah, think that's yeah. what that is. The, yeah. <laughs> the Chronicles, what, of Sarnia? No. <laughs> Insane. How about this one, though? He was on two teams in Sarnia. One must have folded. Then he was on the Sarnia Golden Bears. That's not as good. Sarnia is not a place. I, it's not as far. I think this might have been in Canada because in between, he was on... The Toronto Balmy Beach Beachers. I could get on board with a hat from the Balmy Beach Beachers. Fuck yeah. The Toronto Balmy Beach Beachers? I like it. How, like, and they went they went with the belt and suspenders there with Beach Beachers. Yes. Beautiful. Like, look, we got the Commanders now. We got the Guardians. Uh, don't even get me going on the heat. And, and the, the beach beaches were just sitting there and my team chose yeah. commanders. Yeah. What's, you know, we got Bodie McBoface. Like there are better names for things. Beach Let's start calling things by better this. names. I'm trying to see if there's a logo that would. No. Yeah. The balmy beach beaches. 1956. Oh, we played rugby first. Now that's a sport. That's a real sport. Toronto oh. Balmy Beach Beachers. The Balmy Beach Beachers. I saw oh, Balmy. They look, they, they look like they're because I'm looking at their their uniform. You know, yeah. this is pre this is pre um, numbers. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a rugby. It, it, oh it yeah. Looks like, it's just a rugby uh, shirt. Yeah, it's yellow, yellow and blue stripes. Yep. Gorgeous. Love it. Yeah. What, yeah, a team. what a logo. I mean, this is not, this is somebody had to hand draw that. And also, unless you're fucking, drawn. yeah, unless you're <laughs> one inch away from this logo, you cannot make it out. Yeah. If you're in the crowd, you have no idea what it is. No clue. No clue whatsoever. <laughs> For, I was watching, I think we might've talked about this here. I was watching the, the Leafs, tr- the Toronto Maple Leafs, who to no one's surprise were bested in a game seven by the yeah. Tampa Bay lightning. They have Almost identical colors that they they're, when they're playing, they're just the inverse. The yeah. Tampa Bay Lightning, who used to be like kind of silver and blue and black. I, yeah, I believe there was more black and yeah. Yeah. They're just blue and white now. They look exactly identical. So it's to like the, Bizarro, Bizarro Superman. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. Exactly <laughs> the same. Like, let's mix it up. Obviously, don't go to the extreme of whatever the, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Los Serpientes, are doing, because that's just hideous. 
<laughs> but like, yeah, you know, mix it up with the colors, guys. You don't don't do exactly what the Toronto Maple Leafs, who have one of the best sweaters in the NHL. Let's be honest. You can't just copy them. You got to have in your own the, thing. In the Premier League, there are like three teams with identical uniforms. Oh, the the, the man you Burn, Burnley. Uh, Aston Villa, like there's like a few of them, and they have the yeah. same exact look. And it's like, well, no. why you could choose it? And West Ham, Anything. they all yeah. have the same look. Oh, Ham. Yeah. It's weird. I know. Switch it uh, up. R.I.P. Piston Bucks Miller Light commercial. Great Bob Lanier, seventy three oh, years old. Yeah. Well, there was a whole thing about how he had like the biggest shoe. Yes, it was always yeah. about those shoes. Those yeah, big old shoes. Yeah, and I think he wore like a size eighteen, like with not even that big. Yeah, like I mean, Shaq's are like a twenty-four or something. Yeah, I'm a I'm a thirteen. And it, yeah, I, I'm nowhere close to NBA talent. Pretty, that's pretty close to Bob Lanier. <laughs> you ever see? You ever, you ever see? I have eggs? a yeah. I was just gonna say I have a, a a fondness for any star of the Miller Lite commercials no, from Mickey great. Spillane. Oh, man, all come of them. on, come on, uh, John Madden. I'm of yeah. course the great Bob Euchre. Who, ba- who basically stole the whole campaign. I must be in the front row. Like, I yeah. mean, so good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. RIP Bob Lanier. RIP. Um, RIP today, former UNC big man, Adamola Okalaja. He was, he 46. He was on the Vince Carter, Anton Jameson. Like I believe yes. their final four. I don't know if they won the yeah. title, but yeah. 46. What took him? <laughs> I, I COVID-19. I, I didn't see any sort of uh, cause yeah. of death, but he played internationally, and then uh, he was somebody's agent, I think. But yeah, agent. That's, wow, that's crazy. Oh, very sad. Dies at forty six. Oh yeah, no cause of death here. Mm, terrible to hear. Terrible news. Um, in a related something has died, and that is Drew Brees' network career as an announcer and he's done at nbc after one season at (laughs) he was so bad he He is a slam dunk (laughs) to be the local post game um (laughs) analyst that can just go full homer yes great gig yeah i'm I'm, every every market has him and you still get sonny jergensen and joe theisman on the old washington uh post game but Drew Brees, like in the national spotlight, yeah. he wilted. He wilted. He's look. Despite having matriculated at an engineering college, Purdue University, go Boilermakers. He didn't seem like he was exactly the the sharpest dude. I don't think Joe Tiller required him to go to class too much. Right, he was not the life of the party as far as i could tell and he i mean then they paired him with tarico who's like barely talks loud enough yes hominex tarico he barely talks loud enough for you to even hear him and he's so in love with his own words and then maybe he was doing maybe tarico was doing the chick hearn thing where he makes a fist and you're supposed to shut the fuck up and then (laughs) and then Tariko would do it for like the whole middle from the middle of the third quarter to the middle of the fourth quarter. Cause I'd be like, is this just like a one man booth? Because Drew Brees would not even talk. He said <laughs> I, nothing. You know, that, that Lakers show 
made yeah. me think maybe that's what was going on. Yeah. Because they made Chick Hearn seem like the whiplash guy yeah. where he's yeah. holding up his fist and you've gotta yeah. you gotta stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> are you hey Pat? Hey Pat, are you rushing or dragging? Are you rushing or dragging? <laughs> tempo. Uh, yes, yeah, tempo. Uh I do like to review the fact that Drew Brees got swindled out of nine million dollars for jewelry. So that is the big trauma of this gig because you know you get paid very well in the national spotlight i don't yeah. think you get so much and look he was making probably upwards of 30 million right but we did we did a couple stories where yeah. that money was not there no he needed the money he he was able to get some of the he sued the guy because basically the guy, he bought some jewelry and the guy's like, this jewelry is worth $9 million. Okay. Like how, how dripped out does Mrs. Breeze need to be? Right. Because like, I don't see when, when I see Drew Breeze on TV, he doesn't have like the big um, Jesus chain. Yeah, he should look like Mr. T with all this, uh, with all this yeah. jewelry. Yeah. He should, he should have like, like, Big diamond, like number nine earrings and maybe like, and you know, like big, like rings on every finger, like diamond rings on every finger and bracelets and shit. And it, he didn't, he didn't seem like the type. Eventually he got, went to court and the, and the jeweler had to give him like six or 7 million back. Right. Because but, he so oversold him. But the, that behavior yeah. was just an isolated yeah. situation where there was a lawsuit. Yeah. But like, yeah. this is a guy, you know, the yeah. old Ben Franklin uh, saying, a fool and his money are soon parted. That's I have right. a feeling He's Drew Brees is He's just a fool. a fool. He's a fool. He's a fool. He, uh, yeah, it's it could be like a Nick Cage situation where he's just going, he's broke on houses and Rolls Royces. Right. He, you know? He, he's bought into some weird companies like yeah. he's he was searching for his uh general insurance like shaquille yeah, yeah. but yeah but I, you know i don't think those those companies have hit for drew Brees so much breeze had paid about 15 million for diamonds that were appraised at six million mm. You know that that jeweler was like elbowing his buddy in the ribs, like, watch this. <laughs> watch me go get this money right now. If this was a Looney Tunes cartoon when he walks through, he just sees the heel. You know, the like yeah, the guy yes. will turn into a heel. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's gonna need that. He's gonna need to learn to he's gonna learn need to learn to live more frugally. Also. All, all the, all the face and hair reconstruction he got is oh, all for not. Yeah, I mean that couldn't have been cheap. I'm just looking at a picture right now. He had so much less hair. Uh, you know, maybe he'll do that. Maybe he'll do. Oh my God, Ed. What? Maybe he'll do what Jason Witten did and unretire. He already teased that yesterday. Yes, he did. But, you know, people are like, he's got to be joking, right? Because he was on the major fade the last yeah. two seasons. He yeah. was getting by with, like, a solid roster. Yeah. But, but he was not. Yeah. Like, he he was not able to throw with any danger outside no. of about seven yeah. yard out. Yeah. Well, he's 5'9", you know, like. 
he, he, he's, he got by for uh, on will alone for a long time. And now it just, you know, he, he can't rely on his athleticism. And I don't think we can expect him to rely on his cunning, knowing that, what we know about him now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. This is where going to class at Purdue, we, we right. really could have used those lessons. Um, totally. But that's, that's kind of the Allen Iverson thing. He was like 27, 28 points a game. And then he was just out of the league within a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Because when it's you're little and little, you lose yeah. what you had that gave you the, the edge, it's like, uh, all right, that's it. Yeah, totally. Um, well, speaking of Allen Iverson, we'll stay with the NBA. Kendrick Perkins says Draymond Green isn't scoring enough. Draymond Green responded by calling Kendrick Perkins <laughs> ugly. And what is, is it um, di- di- dialethism? Dialethism? The theory that um, two things can be true at the same time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick Perkins is one of those guys. He's a lot. He's kind of like Drew Brees. Like he's, well, he's not, he's in no way like Drew Brees because he has a personality, but he's very Southern. So yeah. he's, he's on TV. And because I'm not Southern, I have a I have difficulty understanding what he's saying. He's saying it very effusively, but I can't always get the vernacular from him. So I, I, who who knows? I don't know. I don't know him. Yeah. But when I see the clips and the first take and that kind of stuff that he's on, he seems a little bit um phony like if he seems like he's laying on these crazy takes because like he's gonna be that guy hot take guy like hot take like shannon sharp like it just doesn't feel i don't know genuine and um and draymond green is is a dick he (laughs) he is he is he can like he can do charitable things and stuff yeah. like that, but he's a dickhead. Yeah. And he got those big he, veneers. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, he's like been on the Olympic team, but it's like he's playing he can be the like the the lunch pail guy playing with the greatest shooters in the history of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And so like Yeah, yeah. and then he takes credit for that, it. Like yeah. yeah, and like so if we put Jerome Williams on right. like the junkyard dog, we put yeah. that him on those warrior teams. Wouldn't he put up similar numbers? Like, of course. I don't, I don't of know. Course. I, yeah. it's not, I don't know. He's just a dick. Who's, who's really riding a wave of playing with the greatest shooter in the history of the game. I and totally like, agree with and you. Clay Thompson yeah. is like a top 10 shooter in the history right. of the game too. Right. He does. He's not asked to do a lot and he gets, he gets all those open looks right. that he can hit from medium range you know, like he's, he, he's, he's a solid player, but he's, he's yeah, not he's the solid. star of the team, but he's definitely going to the hall of fame. Like, he, yes. And, and it's like, and, he's a solid yeah. player. And let's not forget they had the great the team. He was on had the greatest regular season in the history of the sport. Yep. And then they were poised to send LeBron James to yet another loss in the finals. Three, which is, yeah, which is what he's known for. And then what did Draymond Green do? Oh yeah. He He started punching guys in the fucking dick in the finals. He kicked a dude in the dick. He punched LeBron James in the dick 
and he got suspended right. either for game six or game seven or both. No, he's suspended for game six, I think, which they right. lost, which they would have closed out the series. And then in game seven, it's anybody's game. Kyrie Irving goes off, scores 27 points, hits a big three pointer down the stretch. Right. And suddenly the greatest system, the greatest season in the history of the sport is gone because you wanted to grab some dick and get on TV. Right. So, you know, I'm, yeah, <laughs> this is one I'm, of those fights yeah, where I really I'm, don't like either side. I'm, well, I'm Kendrick Perkins now. I just I'm, talked I'm, myself I'm, into it. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm definitely Kendrick Perkins. And also, yeah. like, yeah. A, a basketball analyst criticizes, like, how it's much scoring you're doing. That's his job. job. And you're going to call it's him job. ugly? Like, that's not, this is this is not high school, buddy. It's not really a comeback. Uh, I, I have to be honest. May, you know, it's not... You got you got to come back with a little bit more because look, Kendrick Perkins also a role role player, right? But made, he loves he, talking about being part of that 08 yeah. Celtics team. It's yeah. like, uh, you mean the yeah. team with Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett yeah. and the overrated Paul Pierce? And didn't they didn't they dump him the next year? Or he? Um, yeah, he went he, to Oklahoma City. I think. Yeah, yeah, they they couldn't get away from him fast enough. Um, a little update on a story we did last week. Uh, those it. influencers that let their six-year-old run a marathon got visited by the CPS. Did we not call this? We called this yep. immediately. Yep. We said this is this is a balloon boy 2.0. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Um, the new Washington Commanders quarterback, he was uh, a UNC star. Um, he talked about his diet and he said... He Sam eats owl. chicken tenders and no other meat. Yeah. So he's he's like the six year old boy that never grew up. Yeah, he's like one of my daughter's friends. Like there's <laughs> there's only one there's only certain things you can serve them, and it's and it's got to be like um, chicken dinosaurs. You know, they're like, oh no, I can't. Oh, you get the good um, you get the good healthy panko crusted chicken fingers. Oh, I can't eat those. I got I yeah. got to have chicken dinosaurs. Those are the only ones I eat. Oh, the ones with no chicken in them. That's the ones I like. I'm not gonna lie. It's, I think yeah. at Christmas my sister made for like the the, the little kids. She made those yeah. dinosaur ones, and yeah. I had one. I was like, oh my god, these things are fucking great. Yeah, but you were six bourbons deep. Of course you did. Yes, that's true too. Yeah, no, they're fantastic. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, throw a little ketchup uh, in, on there, a little barbecue but sauce. Yeah, like, he's supposed to lead men and he's like, they're going to go to like a big steakhouse for dinner. He's like, uh, can I have those chicken tenders, please? Uh, no, yeah, there's, there, no, there's a money ball correlation here and, and it's Nick Swisher. He's, he's a rookie. He's just drafted by the Indians. Yeah. And he's walking around spring training with so much swag. And he's asking people, this is right after Chuck Finley, veteran pitcher, Chuck Finley, all-star. Chuck Finley had just been tuned up. By Tawny. By Tawny, his wife, RIP, over here on, on Bayside Drive, that tuned her up, or she tuned him up. And Swisher's walking around asking the guys, as a rookie, supposed to keep his mouth shut, he's walking around asking the guys, Hey, what's up with Finley's wife? Oh no! And Billy Bean's like Billy Bean's like. Oh no, we need a guy like that. I, can, I want to trade for this guy. Like, how do I get this guy on my team? Because you know what? He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't eat chicken dinosaurs. He he brings his fucking bat and his glove and his fucking attitude to the yard, and that's what you need. You don't need a chicken fingers guy. I remember reading when he was on the Yankees. They said yeah. like they loved him. Everybody in the clubhouse loved Nick Fisher. Yeah. He, no, he's he a great dude. Around. No. 
Awesome guy. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. Also, what happened to Taylor Heineken? Well, he was he, the quarterback. He proved to be a a backup quarterback as a oh. as a full season starter. Right. Um, and there there was talk, and like during the season, they're like, yeah. So our number one priority, and this is like when they were a game out of first place mid season, oh, yeah. and they're like, our main priority is in, in the off season, we need a quarterback. Like it was just understood he was not going to be the guy, and he's totally like content. He was he was taking grad school classes. Until like a week before he played against uh, Brady in the yeah. in the wild card round, like yeah. he he's just one of these guys that's happy to be there. And they had to shrink the playbook by like seventy five percent when yeah. he was in last year. But like, fine, he's he's there for to be the backup. No, you gotta you gotta get a smart guy. And one more thing, yeah. How do we feel about this name, Commanders? It's a military jerk off thing. Like yeah, we, this sucks. country is all about military Thanks. and. We we just need to you know keep spending, increasing the budget. And yes, it's just too much military. We we're, it, I'm tapped out of military. And stuff. if you're gonna do it, like lean the fuck into it. Be like the admirals or the generals or you know like do or the senators. Yeah. Like do like do it for fucking real. Don't half step it. Well, I the, liked one of the 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 rumored ones was like, all right, we'll we'll tie it into the Tuskegee Airmen and be the yeah. Red Tails or something yeah. something like yeah. that. Like instead, they went with like generic military nonsense. The commanders, Pathetic. command, commanding Pathetic. nothing, or fucking Pathetic. commanding Pathetic. sexual harassment within Pathetic. the school, within commanding the five and twelve. Yeah, commanding zero respect around the league. <laughs> fucking assholes. Hey, I've wasted so much fucking time in my life watching this team. Um, I'm sorry for your loss. You can come Kentucky. on over to the Chargers. <laughs> I, I yeah. like them in the AFC. I'll, I'll cheer yeah. for them in the AFC. Okay. Um, Kentucky Derby winner, Rich Strike, is out of the Preakness, aiming for the Belmont. Now, why Why did? Why would they Why would they not run oh, when you have you, a I'll chance just, at the Triple Crown? Oh, I'll tell you right now. He's not going to run the Belmont either. I'll tell you right now what's going on. They're trying to, and this is this is not a first. They're trying to max out the value of his cum. Mm. They don't want to be. They don't want to be. They want that first place to yes. shine on his his semen yes. horse semen. They don't because he's going to be. He's going to go from Kentucky from surprise Kentucky eighty to one shot Kentucky Derby winner and I mean I would encourage anybody within the sound of my voice to go watch the route overhead. he took the overhead yeah from the overhead because he's in like sixteenth place. With one furlong to go, and yeah. then he just fucking hunt and pecks his way to the front. Yeah, it's, when it's, I don't really give a shit about horse racing. Who does watching that? I was like, wow, this was like crazy impressive. Yes. Okay. Let's um, let's Google how much a Kentucky Derby winner's cum is worth. Kentucky Derby. That horse sex is super disgusting. Violent. Disgusting. It's violent. Kentucky. How about when they bring in um, like a test? They bring in because they get too rough. So they yeah. bring in just like a regular mayor, to, like a fluffer. They yeah. come, they bring in a regular mayor. Like, and first, let, let's get this thing going. Yeah. And he's just going to blow your back out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, cause they hit a Brian Beckner style and he starts biting and grabbing and shit. And then as, and right when he's ready to nut, they pull out the, they pull out the test mayor and bring in the actual inseminee and let him bust nuts in her. Okay. Kentucky Derby winner. Stud fees, and you know, 
you know how much it, oh my God, you know, they go for multiple shots a day. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Sp- Spendthrift Farms reigning champion, General Sire, Into Mischief is the name of the horse. The Sire of, oh, this guy didn't even win the Kentucky Derby. The Sire of Kentucky Derby presented by Woodford Reserve winner Authentic will have his stud fee increased to $225,000 for the 21 2021 breeding season. The figure is up from a published fee of 175,000 this year. I'm pretty sure they can do that twice a day, Ed. That's that's more than a half million dollars a day for busting nuts. So are horses like um humans I I would assume that they don't all take. So is that contingent yeah. upon a pregnancy? No, I don't think. No, 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 no. That's just a, you're paying for the roll. nut. You're in for a roll in the hay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's just for a sesh. That's what you get for a wow. sesh. It's like you know, you go, you go, you go to a prostitute. You go to Elliot Spitzer's prostitute who go who lives by your mom. Yeah, and I I I went to a wedding at that uh, hotel. Like I went right outside the uh, the room. So she she was getting like ten grand or something a date or whatever right. it was. It was a lot. Right. But it wasn't mating season. She was pretty attractive. She was. Do you do you think she that if Elliot Spitzer, Spitzer he's he's so forgettable. I can't I can't even believe that I'm remembering his name. Can do you think that Elliot Spitzer, if he doesn't nut, he's like actually it's only give me like seventy five hundred back. Nah. <laughs> That's she true. did her job. Yeah, I showed up. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I, I'm paid to show up. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm here. here <laughs> I'm fu- I'm a super hot Jersey chick with lots of fucking bronzer sprayed on me. Like you're you. It's up to you to get it going. So, okay. In our minds, there is only one box left to tick for Into Mischief, and that was siring a classic winner. So that's like part of the deal. Like your like your legacy is is literally that. Like you got not only you got to win the Kentucky Derby, but then you got a nut and then that nut has to also win the Kentucky Derby for you to be like a true one of the greats. Yeah. The triple crown includes a fourth. It's a quadruple crown, really. Yeah, yeah, it is. We think he is making a positive impact on the breed that will be felt for years to come, particularly with the heart and durability that are signatures of his offspring. Into mischief is just a remarkable animal. Oh yeah, that has the chance to be among the very best the breed has seen, and we feel extremely fortunate for him. Yeah, two twenty five per sesh. That's pretty impressive. That's some real money. Did you see? Have you seen the um, documentary on Netflix about the fertility doctor who was uh, uh, inseminating everyone that came to his clinic um, with his own sperm? I didn't see the documentary. I know of it though. Turns out, turns out he like Phil Rivers was a quiverful, <laughs> and he he needed indeed. Yeah, he need now Phil Rivers. He's an ethical quiverful. Yeah, he's got nine kids at least. He might he might have had a couple more, but since the last time we heard of him, but he he does it only by by plastering the guts of his own wife. This other guy, he was just anybody that would come to his clinic. Right. He would just be like, oh, we're not going to use your husband's nut today. We're going to use mine. And these, I'm not meaning to make light. I mean, I am 
just for the sake of this talk show, because it's funny, but it's, you see these poor people that that's like, that's their, that's their dad, the guy, this yeah, awful it, man. It, re- it really sucks because it's you really horrible. And, and for the parents, like you raised, you know, to be a parent is to raise a kid. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, the biology, it just sucks that now it doesn't, it, it's not what you thought because no. you still love that kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even though you've got half monster in you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's look, it's a real get out of jail free card for the dad. I'll just say that. <laughs> he know, just like, claps his hands like a dealer and walks away. Yep. <laughs> Headed out for cigarettes. <laughs> Seen a few. Uh, Peace out. All right. So this, this was yeah. a major story that happened this weekend. Um, someone broke Jim Ryan's 57 year, um, world record for the mile. He ran it yeah. in three fifty seven ninety eight. Yeah. It turned out to be a Philadelphia area high schooler. Unbelievable. But that's not the crazy story. What is it? What is the crazy story? We're talking about a high school boy who's named Gary. Gary Martin broke it. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary, nobody I know. Is, I mean, this, we were supposed to believe somebody yeah. was named Gary in like '02 or '03, and also not only is Wait, not no, only '04, no, '04 or '05. Yeah, not only is there a living Gary under fifty-eight years old, but also an athletic Gary. Oh, he was. I mean, this guy was born in like '04 or '05. Yeah, named name Gary. Yeah, <laughs> look. We joke about the fact that my name's Ed, but yes. I'm 46. Exactly. There's no, there's no Ed high schoolers. No, it's impossible. There's a Gary. Gary. Yeah. I mean, we got to assume that this is definitely the last Gary to hold an athletic record, but also the last Gary period. Like, there's not going to be another. No one's going to name a baby Gary. I, I've said this before. This There's no babies named Gary, but if there were a baby named Gary, it would immediately be the cutest baby, right? Like, like, here, meet my little baby Gary. You're like, get the fuck out of here, really? Now, looking at this Gary character, Gary Martin, Mm. he -hmm. doesn't match. The only two Garys that I can think of in the Philadelphia Mm. area were outfielders on the Phillies, Gary Maddox and Gary Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. But those are. look like those guys. (laughs) No, he he doesn't look like he belongs to them. Although I got to cut and paste here to see what's going on. <laughs> Philadelphia Inquirer. Yeah. Those guys are probably. Those he guys looks are, like a Gary. He looks like a Gary. Those guys oh, are probably in their 60s and they're the last two Garys in Philadelphia. Yeah. So this Gary here, he doesn't he look like an super athlete. Gary. Yeah, he does. He looks like a full on Gary. But, my, but Milers. They don't, yeah. they tend yeah. to not have muscles. Like they tend to yeah. be like super lean. He looks, he, he, he looks like a Gary, first of all. And while he doesn't look like an athlete, he looks like the kind of person that can really like obsess on one thing and just yeah. be really into right. that thing. Right. Like get, a few years ago it was Minecraft and then it became yeah. a mile. Yeah. Like he, like if you dropped a box of toothpicks in front of this guy, he would, he wouldn't need a minute to figure that he'd know exactly how many toothpicks were there. Right. And if, and if he wanted to get good at blackjack, this fucking Gary Martin from Archbishop (laughs) Wood in, in somewhere in New Jersey or uh, Philadelphia, 
he would know he would get really good at blackjack very quickly I so bet. yeah if if he if he doesn't eventually gets sponsored by Nike and, yeah, and yeah, does the right. Olympic circuit. He's yeah. going to Vegas. They'll go to Vegas with, He's- his, <laughs> with his brother, Charlie. Now here's a, here's a question I have for you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at bet MGM, simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. He, um... He runs... He runs this amazing mile, and he's a, he's a huge nerd, obviously. And we can tell... His nerdiness, not simply because he's named Gary, which is obviously very telling. We don't really need any more information than that. But he's wearing the thick Coke bottle glasses while he's running. That's, What's he need those for? Yeah. He's r- just running a race. He doesn't have to read a book or a fucking s- faraway street sign. I mean, he's given off major Moranis vibes. Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like a triple the size Moranis. Yeah, he's... He could be Moranis's kid. He could, but I I can't imagine a, a child of Moranis no. has long legs. No, I, that's you have no. to have that to break I that know. record. Yeah, insane. Wow. Um, and then finally in sports, Greg Norman, the shark. We discussed him last. <laughs> we discussed cock. him last. Guy, the great white guppy. <laughs> Unbelievable. The great the great pink shark. Just massive dick on this guy. Now he's in some sort of like commissioner mode of that Saudi yeah. Yeah, thing, he took right? the money. He took the yeah. money to run the live <laughs> the money. tour or something. So, yeah. You know, we we've we've heard many times about what Phil is having to dance around his language. Yeah. Well, yeah. Greg Norman wanted to clarify things and yeah. he called the Saudi murder of Khashoggi a mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> I'm surprised he even went that far. You know, the guy who's the guy It's an era. Yeah. <laughs> Big era on their part. I can't do it. It's actually kind of triggering. Do you think, do you think Greg Norman is like, he's calling this a mistake in the sense that like my second marriage was a mistake. Like this is the dismembering of a journalist. I would say it's a little beyond a mistake. Well, you know, like when you make a mistake, it's like, well, I didn't, I didn't really think about what I just did. And it just, it happened so fast. It it, we we put the kill team on the plane and we and we flew it over there and then we, we knew we had, the bo- we had the bone saws yeah and yes. we had we had to charge a couple of them because they were not plugged in first and we pinned them down for a couple hours first yeah um we we tried to we, get him to confess we staked out his location we waited till he was separated from his driver uh, whoops oops <laughs> huge mistake on our part oh, we really wish we could get we that goofed. one back we goofed. He, I'm surprised he even goes that far because this, this, the Saudis, they have so much fucking power. So this, um, 
that guy, Brian Fogel, who did the Icarus documentary. Yes. He made a documentary about the killing of Khashoggi. It's called The Dissident. I haven't and seen it. He had just, you haven't seen it because no one will distribute it. You have to buy it directly from whatever website he has it on because no, no one that puts movies on is willing to cross the Saudis and, and show this movie. Brian Fogel is the same guy. He, he made the, um, the, no, um, Icarus, the, uh, the one about the Russian doping. doping. Yeah. He, and it won Netflix their first Academy award. He won the Academy award for best documentary. And then his next documentary is about something that everyone is fascinated about this murder of Jamal Khashoggi and Netflix won't play it. No one will buy it from him because they're too afraid of losing, not being able to suck on that Saudi cash teat. So the, the fact that Greg Norman even went so far as to say it was a mistake. Whoops. Maybe that's, maybe that's what they told him to say. Yeah. Just say it was just, a mistake. Just say we goof. You tell them only mistake from us. We, we do accident. Yeah. We, no we, big deal. You know, it's like when you, you send the email to the wrong person. <laughs> yes. I've done that many times. Um, Yep. Yeah, well, we're, we're just uh, just wait a few minutes until we get to the uh, non-sports RIPs, and there's going to be another Mid- uh, Middle Eastern ally that uh, is oh. a little bit untouchable as well. Oh, I can't wait. Let's, uh, let's do some uh, emails and voicemails first, though. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His balls are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's been well. Hey, Jam. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's David Salt Lake. Ed. Oh, David Bray. And, hey, uh, buddy of ours. Uh, I just heard you talking about Elon Barksdale, which brings me to my question. You guys haven't commented. I, I'm sorry. In fact, listening again last three episodes, I just listened to uh, the episode about that ridiculous movie forum, something, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember because I never Is, heard. You talking about Remo Williams? Remo. Is that what do you call it? Forum. <laughs> I, I know about Penthouse Forum. Well, I mean, I yeah, I don't know for sure, but I think David should know. That he's movie. our age. He's, he's our age. He's in our ballpark of yeah, age. I think he's our age. The great Fred Ward. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, very sad. But have you guys watched and what's your take on We Own This City? <sighs> it is fucking fabulous. You see all the people from The Wire back. It's got The Wire feel. Obviously, it's The Wire. Uh, it's Ed Burns. It's uh, David Simon. I know it's only six episodes. I've never even heard of these fucking So, so this is... So I, I know I, about this. I know about yeah. this show. I am one of these maniacs now. I just wait until the thing is complete. Like I did that for um, yeah 
Severance. Severance. I, yeah. I wait till it's completed so I can plow through it. So I'm excited to. And I love the uh, the main character. He's a good actor. He's been in Wolf of Wall Street. And I, I think he was Walking Dead. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, John Bernthal. Yeah, he's a good he's the actor. Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, he is a good actor. He's a stud. And I know it's about, I think, I think it's about like the the Freddie Gray unit. And maybe oh, I'm wrong. Right. But it's, oh, well, it's, maybe, yeah, it's very yeah. wire esque. Like, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I love the wire. I'm just overwhelmed. Like, I got through like three episodes of Severance. And like, I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to get back to it. And now I'm um, getting caught up on the Righteous Gemstones, which I've let, yeah. which I forgot about. Yeah, and then I, haven't, I haven't gone to that. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, there's I, so many fucking things to watch. Yeah, I had to quit on Ozarks. Everybody's like, you got to watch Ozarks. And then people are like, there's a new season of Better Call Saul. And I'm like, I that's like my favorite show. I'm like, I can't. I know. I'm I got to do seasons, that, too. I'm two seasons behind that. And I love that show. It, uh, right. It's like there's so many things, but I'm with you. This if this is only six episodes, I yeah, I I'll, I can do that. I could bang that out in a weekend. Okay, let's let, let David finish. Uh, the Gun Trace Task Force nationally, but John Bernthal crushes it and everything. Just give him the Emmy now for this six part miniseries. I hope oh. you agree, and I got to assume you guys are watching. And it's good to see Jay Landsman back as the chief. And then last yeah. night I saw. Wait, Big Fat Jay Landsman? He's still alive? No. Wow. My man Dookie. Dookie. Dookie? Duquan? Oh, I'm so excited to see all of them. But the story is fucking amazing. I hope you guys agree. Um, Sure it is. episode three of six last night. Also, uh, Brian, have you been antiquing lately? And Ed, (laughs) what is uh, on this shirt? I got to know. Um, oh, so, I know you said it before. So he's not. But, t- uh, he, I hope you're well, guys. And um, take care. He might have. He might have left that message before the last episode dropped because well, well, I'll just repeat it. Yeah, it's it's a picture of a alien, like a generic a- alien spaceship. And it says something like get inside. We're doing butt stuff. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. How is that uh, even made? I mean, Who's it, buying that? I. I don't know. And it's crazy that nobody wants to own up. Well, somebody's I mean, going to, it, it yeah. made me laugh. It's just, I, I can't, I, you know, I'm coaching kids in basketball in town. I can't yeah. be wearing that around town. No. I just can't. And you live in a small town. Yeah. Like you see people, you know, yeah, it's around. lots of people, but like I see people everywhere because everybody's yeah. walking. It's, yeah. it's a mile square. I can't, I yeah. see everyone. Yes. You can't, and also, can't, like... I can't say dude, we're you, doing butt stuff. My kids tr- would even be confused, like, why are you wearing that? You're like, trying to court attention. They're in middle school. They can't, they can't have their dad wearing them. We're, we're doing butt stuff t-shirts. I have a shirt, I have a shirt, and it's on the back, it says, boobs, doobs, and tubes. <laughs> and I forget, you know, it's just kind of a silly shirt, and I forget that I'm wearing it, and I can't come out of the liquor store... The other day and I'm getting in my car and this guy's like, Hey man, what about ass? What do you think about ass? And I'm like, Oh, oh it's no. this crazy person's talking to me. And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. And he's like, come on, man. Ass got to be on there. You got to get ass on there. And yeah, I'm it like, it doesn't rhyme oh, slappy. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I took, it was while I was driving home. I'm like, Oh fuck. It's just talking about my shirt. That's unsettling. <laughs> yes. 
because he was he was very <laughs> confrontational and i'm like oh i'm uh, there's a there's a paranoid schizophrenic that's trying to talk to me <laughs> And I just need to get away from him. And I didn't realize till later. I'm not, I'm not a big saying on shirts guy. It's interesting though, that David Bray asks about antiquing, which I like to do. I like to go to the long beach flea market, which was at long beach city college, third Sunday of every month. Went this past Sunday with my lady and her son. we got a lot of vinyl records and I got, I'm very excited. I got a vintage ping putter that I think is, I'm going to make for his five bucks. I think I'm going to make it my, my new, I'm going to put it in my bag. I'm going to put a new grip on it and I'm going to put it in my bag. I'm going to take it out, test it out. Might be my new putter. And I got a seventies vintage ceramic ashtray for the backyard to smoke my cigars. Wow. Yeah. It's very exciting. Big score that that day. It's interesting that David Bray asked because I just did that a couple days ago. You have just antiqued. Yes, absolutely. Okay, here's another here's another voicemail. Huh? Talking about sports. Whoa. Talking about sports. About Talking about sports. Ed knows a lot. Ron not so much. <laughs> Ed hates go. Ron hates everything, but that's okay. <laughs> Talking about sports. <laughs> talking about sports. What? Ron and Ed. Talking about sports. Oh my God. Talking about sports. All that his signature. Oh he's, man. He's got a style. Did he leave the info? No, Ed. Buddy. It just says, it just says unknown. Everyone else that leaves a message. It says their phone number. We got some, like David Bray. He lives in Salt Lake City. He just called from the 801. Oh, I see a 310 on the list. Oh. 513, 206. Like, look, I know where every, I can figure out where everyone's calling from. This, his, this guy, the song lever, the RIP song guy, it just says unknown. But he's, hey. We said, give us a sports song. We'll give you a shirt. Yeah, you can get a shirt, but not if we do don't I, know where to, get, to yeah, get it to how, you. But I could say, send me an email, <laughs> mailbag at com. How do I confirm it's the guy? I, I mean, I, I'm willing to trust that nobody would take credit for this fine art. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. You can't just steal this guy's shirt. There's no stolen valor uh, yeah. allowed here. Come on. My man Fado's hasn't reached out for his uh, his bottle, his <laughs> autographed bottle of bum wine. If he, if he doesn't want it, there's the the guy that left a Casey, the Canadian trucker. He's he left the second review and it was like minutes behind Fado's. He's like, oh man, I've somebody beat me to the wine. He might get it if Fado's doesn't want it. And similarly, song guy, rip yeah. R.I.P. Song guy, reach out so you can get your shirt from Ed. Yeah, and let me know if you want sports. If you want me to uh, autograph it, autograph it. Oh, by the way, I just have the Orioles Yankees game on, and they're putting a stat: uh, home runs for both sides of the plate in a game. Eddie Murray, Uh, major league all time record. It's got to be Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray is actually in fifth place, tied for tied for fourth with Chili Davis. What about Chipper Jones? He's got to be up there. No. 
Yeah. First place in Major League history. Nick Swisher, 14. Shut up. Eddie Murray was 11. Guy had swag. Wow, that's crazy because Eddie Murray played fucking 20 plus years. He had 500 home runs. Yes, uh, he's a Hall of Famer. Swisher, 14. Teixeira, 14. Carlos Beltran, 12. Chili Davis and Eddie Murray, 11. Well, this, the guys hit a lot more home runs. Right. You know, yeah, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, fantastic song. Here's another one. Bright, bright, oh. baby. Easy Edward. What is up? Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick. Can't get enough of those Spectrum commercials oh. with the monsters like the Wolfman. Local reference that no one understands. The Mummy. That crazy little yep. uh, ventriloquist. Even locally, it. most people those don't have that channel. Great. Those guys. Yep. And Doug with the Lee Muin. No clue. No idea. Best commercials, but that's not why I called. Oh, Never. thank God. I called because there will be some heads that roll oh. at Fox Sports. Oh, Fox Sports. Not oh. only a bunch of the mediocre talking heads, but there's going to be some execs when they find out that Tom Brady is oh. nothing but a fraud. Oh, yes. That, that yep. guy yep. is not anywhere near a Tony Romo type. Yep a Peyton Manning or Eli Manning type. Well, that no. guy is unlikable. I agree. And totally agree. For them to pay all that jack to Tom Brady it's a lot of money. is ludicrous, man. Like I say, there's going to be some exec that gets roped. It's my understanding that the TV money isn't guaranteed like the NFL money. Oh, much it is like Drew, No, much like Drew Brees. I mean, obviously any contract can be, you know, he's got a lot of juice, but I, Drew Brees I, just got I fired. Wouldn't. He's, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady does have yeah, I would guaranteed either. money. And on top of that, I I, I agree with Manuel. Like this mm-hmm. is this is gonna be uh who is that that crazy racist lady that got the, the gig right after the today show because Marge shot <laughs> Cincinnati Reds, <laughs> let her dog shit on no, the field, Shotzi. The 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 woman who fought with Trump, like and then all of a sudden oh, they're like, oh. hey, let's have put her on after the stay show. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, Megan she's Kelly. She's like, what's so wrong with yeah. blackface? And and I can assure you that Santa Claus is white, not black. Yeah. Like, yeah, I. Yeah. There were heads that rolled because they gave her a big boatload yeah, of cash. To pay her off. That's true. You, yeah. You're probably right. Like, look, Tom Brady doesn't cross the street for a non-guaranteed contract. So. Right. It wouldn't surprise me. I look. I, They'll I, give him way more time, though. They'll yes. give him way more time than yep. Breeze. He's a big star. The, what people don't realize is nobody gives a fuck what you did on the field when you're in the broadcast booth. They just want to be entertained and not irritated. Yeah. So his his f- Super Bowls don't translate. Okay, let's see what Ed says. Er, uh, Rolled Manuel. because of this. Because in two years, yep. they're going to find out he's like another Dennis Miller addition to the monday night football mm-hmm. just doesn't work doesn't pan out isn't worth the money mm-hmm. anything tom yeah. brady sucks yep. everybody that's not a new england fanboy or mm-hmm. a tampa bay mm-hmm. bandwagoner doesn't like tom brady that's right screw trump tom brady he trying to pimp those stupid products like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think he sells like shorts that he are does? supposed to like make your dick look bigger. Uh, performance in hand. Uggs. Oh, I like and that. Get the fuck out. I like that. that. And then, yeah, him and his stupid ass son 
Oh, well, uh, he's, come on. He's a bastard kid. Whoa. Oh, jeez. He's a child. Tired. He might be an adult by now. I hate, I love how he uh, gets this vanilla like image. And he's got a bastard. Well, so you know what? That's okay. Top I'm a bastard. Suck. I know you got all that money yeah. from Fox, but you ain't going to be worth a yes. damn in any of the broadcasts. All right. All Manuel. right. Well, well, we're with you. Yes. Sort of. Just don't call me and just don't call me and Tom Brady's son bastards. You bastard. It's the best call in a while, though. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Hey, ballers. Oh, Katie Shady. Katie Shady. Cincinnati. Sorry, I haven't updated the Instagram page for Booze and Coos, the Weeping Waterfords. They're on their honeymoon right now. So once they get back, she's calling from her honeymoon. Market gets- no, she said she said my my wedding crystal that I sent to her is on its honeymoon. Oh, their honeymoon. Okay. I thought she was no, calling from her honeymoon. I was like, that's no. Remember she she took a she took a break from her. Wedding anniversary, which is your birthday, which is three eleven day, to send us a voicemail. We'll be updating more often. However, I wanted to call in regards to the Crawford family, the Marathon Bandits, who oh. let their kids run the flying pig. So this guy is an evangelical Christian. Surprise! And his wife huh? is basically like. A, uh, a not not like a separate life, but like uh, you know the the women who what is it the handmade still oh right? yeah so they're super Christian oh. however they've been excommunicated from their family and community because they have accepted gay people and you know allow them to be gay uh-huh. but he's been vying for a reality show for many we call years. this and if you look we called this early it, in 2018 he made his entire family all of the kids and uh rainier the six-year-old who was then two hike the appalachian trail and i think it took like six months oh my god and jesus protective services were called on in them too so this guy is kind of a narcissistic asshole Clearly. who runs a YouTube channel because they've been excommunicated from their very wealthy family. It's well, their only source of income. Of course they got dough. So he does things for his YouTube channel to get more hits and to hopefully get that reality show. In fact, he has one YouTube video that says why he and his teenage daughter share a bed. Oh my God! Oh it's no! Title, but you get into the video, and it's really not that big of a deal. However, she does stuff to get attention and hits all of the time. And yes, he lives in my hometown. Anyway, I heard you guys talking about him, and he's an asshole. This is this is the worst thing. Okay, let's think of the worst things that have happened in Cincinnati. First and foremost, obviously. The it concert. Happens. Well, no, no, that that is bad. The Who concert. Yeah, yeah that that's that's a deep pull. That is very bad. But I was, of course, thinking of the murder of our dear, oh, favorite, our gorilla. big guy. Yeah, yeah. the big guy, Harambe. Back. Harambe. That's the number one thing, the worst thing that's ever happened. That's true. Then the Who concert. No, that's also bad. But there was that time 
John McSherry ruined opening day by having um, a massive heart attack behind the plate. Keeled over. Keeled over. They're just trying to have opening day and the umpire died right there on the field. So that's, he really fucked them. Yeah, it's kind of rude of him. Yeah. Then the Who concert where like nine kids got trampled and really ruined an episode of WKRP for me. Like I'm not looking for very special episodes of any show. They did enough of them on different strokes. Too many. Basically every mash episode was super depressing. Yeah, but they had a laugh track, so it was all cool. I know. They're, they're cracking up while they're doing, where they're like, don't do surgery on that North Korean. This American GI has a has a hurt finger. And he's- Hey, and, but look, uh, Klinger's wearing a dress. Yeah. <laughs> Hide Radar's weird hand, because he couldn't have been in the army with that. They So there was a lot of those, but WKRP, they're just having a good time. You know, we don't, I don't need a very special episode where the where nine people get killed at the Who concert. But this, we got to put this, um, whatever their names are that she just said, family at the top of the heat. They're, he's making his children hike the Appalach- two-year-olds? Hike I wonder the Appalachian they, Trail? I wonder if they ran into that governor who was cheating on his wife and they said he was on a hike. Was he governor? No, he was a, oh, I think he was a senator. Mark yeah. from one of the Carolinas. <laughs> and he was actually he's, in Argentina. How do you do that? Like. My chick's pretty smart. She's got to find my phone on my ass. So it's like I couldn't, I would have to actually give my phone to somebody that's actually hiking the Appalachian Trail and be like, you guys go. And then I'll be like, honey, I'm here. Oh, it's like, remember um, Scott Peterson? Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember Scott Peterson? He murdered his wife, Lacey. And his unborn child Connor, and but because he was having an affair with a massage therapist up in Modesto, yep. and he told her he was going to Paris for the new year, and then he called her and he's like, "Ah, oh, can you hear that? It's the fireworks going off, and it's I'm right here by the Arc de Triomphe, and it's like happening right like a real piece of shit." So I would have to do that if I was going to try to escape. But this this family, I mean. We got to keep an eye on them. The problem is, this is what they want. Now they've been visited by CPS. They probably did a fucking YouTube about it. This is only getting them more coverage. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's annoying it's, that we're discussing yeah, them because this is what they want. I know it is. Fucking monsters. Okay. okay, she's got more to say. Also, Not the short-winded. kid did run the entire uh, twenty-six miles. Oh, because we said maybe eight they hours. It. Yeah, it was eight we hours. said we. I was thinking maybe they faked it, but no, no, not if they're doing it for the views. There were several people along the course of the marathon that saw the kid who would lay on the ground and cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is awful. And was really having a hard time with it. But then his parents would kick him, bribe him with junk food. Junk food? Well, which. You need energy. You know, I'm a parent and I would never do anything like this to my kids because no. I'm not a marathon runner. No. However, I think yep. their parenting tactics oh. are oh. questionable at Questionable? Best. Okay. <laughs> she ran out of time. Oh my God. She came back. Hold on. Let's get through this. Stay with Sorry, me. I got cut off because I guess I was getting to Manuel. That's right. Well, yes. It certainly did. A lot That's of a tell. With those Crawford people. Yeah. So yeah, look into it. They've got a look whole into it. video diary. 
from when they hiked the Appalachian I'm not Trail. doing that. We're not giving them clicks. Like no, I'm not doing so that. It's pretty cold and rainy and shitty outside, and they made all their kids do it. Anyways, yeah. we'll have updates to booze and coos shortly. Okay. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Thank you, Katie Shady. Thanks for the, for the update. update. Although... Yeah. I no. will never give them clicks. Of course not. No, I don't know where. Look, and I just, I, 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 the one thing I will say is when yeah. you're traveling with kids and yeah. you're at an airport, I've used the junk food bribe, but not to have them sure. complete an eight hour marathon. Yes, of course. You got to use the bribe occasionally. Okay. One more. Hey, ballers. Brian. Oh, it's Stu. 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 Last we heard, Stu. He was revving that bike. Weed. He'd, he's, he was no longer uh, partaking in the devil's lettuce, but I, I'm hearing rumors that that might have just been a, a reset. And he's back. He's back on the crushed cans. Maybe that's what he's telling us. Ed Nation, it's me, Stu. And I'm just calling sort of, well, not a heavy heart. Let me get to the point. I've been a pariah many times in my life, and I'm going to be one again. And this has to do with an argument that I'm having now on uh, social media, we'll say. Oh. About people who don't put their carts back into the corral, period. Oh, yeah. I mean. Monsters. Yeah, there's a good argument there. If you don't put your cart back in the corral at the grocery store, you're a huge piece of shit. I'm sure that's what Stu's about to say. Oh, wait. I'm not leaving a text. I don't give a shit if you don't put the cart back Whoa. in the corral. I don't give a shit what you do oh with the cart. God. I truly don't. Oh, my God. There are plenty of things in this world I get bent out of shape about, but that's just not one of them. I don't fucking care. Mm. You mm. know? Here, here's it. You leave your... Yeah, tell me. Here's the thing. Yeah. Somebody has to put that away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the same Stephen Miller argument in college. We should just throw our trash anywhere because the the janitor Give, can, do job. can do it for us. Custodian can do it for us. Like, Dookie. no, somebody has to move the carts and stuff. And like, yeah. let's not let's not make some some eighteen yes. year old kids' life right. worse because yeah. we we can't be inconvenienced for twenty five seconds. Yes, my thing is is that. It's inconvenient to me as a shopper because I'm like, oh, there's that spot. And I go to turn into the spot. And this happens a lot at Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the cart's sitting there. Yes. And you go to turn into the spot and there's a fucking cart in the middle of the spot. Or even worse, kind of on the corner. They're like, oh, I'll just push it against the fucking light stanchion. And then will this hit my car if I get in? Yeah. Or I'll pull in and I'll go, Oh, I'll just take that cart with me, but I can't leave enough room for me and the car next to me. So I can pull the cart out and just use it. So I got to go fucking park somewhere else because somebody look, I love Stu. Nobody loves Stu more than me. Love Stu. What it is, is it's a function of laziness. People just leave it there because they feel entitled when really the right thing to do for your fellow man. There's a little rule I like to follow, Ed. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called the golden rule. Mm-hmm. I don't like to fuck people over if I can avoid it. So I just put my fucking cart back. I actually, these days, I just park close to the cart corral. Because I, you know, get my steps in. I park. I don't need to park close. I'm not hurt. I don't go, I don't walk with a limp. So I just park over by the corral 
grab my cart from the corral, put it back in the fucking corral when I'm done. And you know what? When the guy's collecting the carts and he sees me come over and push my cart in the corral, you know what he says, Ed? Thanks. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, hey, thanks for doing that. And and Thanks, man. And the addendum to this is we yes. know Stu's a good guy. He's a great guy. And so he doesn't really, he's just not thinking it through. Stu's a, Stu is a golden rule guy. Here's the thing about Stu, and I'll, I'll tell you right now what's going on. Stu is a bachelor. And much like me, he goes in the store, he grabs that hand basket, does all his shopping with the hand basket, and then when he leaves, he takes his bags. He doesn't, he's not using the cart. I almost never use the cart too because I, I live one block. So I, I get enough. You can walk when I, when I need, yeah, I just walk. So like if I need Mm. a dozen eggs, you know, like I can get them. I rarely do the full load up cart thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Okay. Let's, let's do plead his case. Your cart, however you leave it. I just say you're an asshole and I keep moving. Okay. So he agrees. Yeah. People are self-important. That's true. People act in their own best interest. People only think of themselves. That's true. Husbands cheat on wives. But you're making keep- you're making my point for me. I mean, I, we sort of agree here. You're just saying it's not you're, an You're saying not to get too bent out of shape about it. I mean, yeah. I you know, it's you you yeah, want you want to think better of people. It doesn't end my day. I'm not like super bummed out when right. it happens. I don't go home and cry or anything. Yeah, I'm not like fucking. But I'm annoyed. You'll never you'll never without, guess what happened to me today. Without question, I get annoyed by it. Yeah, like look, I used to be married to somebody like this. I would come home and they'd be like, "Oh my god, they fucking gave me the put the wrong milk in my coffee at Starbucks," and I'm like, "Is that a fucking tear? <laughs> Is there a fucking tear coming down your face?" And they're like. No, you don't understand. I asked for fucking almond and they gave me soy. And I'm like, okay. And this is happening. You're telling me this. Why you're affected by this. I'm just saying there's people like that in the world. I'm not sure if I've met any. Sleep in the same bed and leave in this, live in the same house and you have joint checking accounts. Oh, don't ever do that. We're going to act how you want them to act is insane yes it's a failure of recipe it doesn't work Stu, i love you i don't mean to cut you off i think we're on the same page here yeah but just coming at it from different angles i love you you're the best and let us know what's going on with the weed sitch yeah i'd like to know about that uh, one thing that him him listing people it made me uh think of a, a a different kind of crazy the couples that have a shared email address oh come on Oh, come on. Come on. From has Dave that. and Nancy no, Stevens. Stop like, what? It. Stop it. What is this? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, I've seen it. Oh, I, you know what? I have too. I mean, I remember there's the couple with the shared um, Facebook. I know that exists. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Gr- great. You know what that is? This week. That's the wife. Yeah. That's it's, not, it's, it's not the husband saying, hey, honey, let's do this. Yeah. That's, that's the wife saying, we're going to have a couple's one. No, it's so you can't fuck somebody from high school. Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's the whole point of that is like, oh, no, I I'm worried, Ted, I'm worried that you're going to fuck someone from high school. So we're going to have a shared Facebook. So that doesn't happen. Look, it's it's a smart move, but it just the, as a husband, you got to be like, actually, I just won't be on Facebook like you be on Facebook. You have the Facebook. OK. Emails. Ballers. Allow me to end the debate on the pronunciation of Tyler Hero's last name. I can understand how you think 
It is a Thiesman Heisman situation, but it is not. I grew up in a suburb of Milwaukee. Thoughts and prayers. Did you? Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. What was the name of the brewery? Milwaukee's best. Oh, the Shots Brewery. Yeah, the Shots Brewery. Lamazel. Did you ever? (laughs) Did you ever go and get a plate of pasta from the Big Ragu? And did he dance? Did he try to dance fight you? And his little capizios. Also, was there a little Jewish man in a leather jacket that would beat on the jukebox and then mouth rape high school girls in the bathroom, which he called his office? Because that's what I want to know about Milwaukee. Also, what was Did the deal with murder showing Chuck up there? Did you murder Chuck Cunningham? Speaking of murder, what did you know about Jeffrey Dahmer when he was doing his thing back then? Uh, I grew up in a suburb of Milwaukee and went to high school. I went to high school with his dad, Chris Hero. How fucking old am I? Shit. Additionally, we played on the same summer baseball team when I was in college. And I can confirm he has always pronounced it Hero. If I'm being honest, there's a real good chance he believes it. Hero is actually spelled H E R R O. <laughs> Fact. I thoroughly enjoy the show. I lived in Houston for a minute, so my introduction to Brian was through the fr- Friday Facts. I jumped into the podcast midstream. Hey, what's up? And never got the origin story of how you two joined forces. That was via the Twitter. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, a loud comer when the kids. Art home. Who's that loud cover? Thank you for that, <laughs> Mister Loudcomer. When the kids aren't home, yeah, uh, it was. Oh, it was. It was just uh, we we knew each other from Twitter, and Brian's like, "I'm going to start a podcast. You want to do it?" That was it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I um, I thought there were two. It looks like I only pasted one email into the thing. Sorry, hold on. I'll find the, there were two and I only see one. Hold on. This won't take long. It's bad production on my part. But I recall there being two. Where is the, all right, here, webmail. Here we go. We're going to find it. Maybe we'll be surprised with a new one that has come in since we started recording. Signing in now. And Tyler Hero. Okay, here's the. Oh, it's from our buddy Fan Fan. Fan Fan. Hello. Hello, Brian and Ed. I trust you are doing well. Last week, you all spoke about a rattlesnake event in Texas. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. I believe this was the rattlesnake roundup located in Taylor, Texas. Taylor is about an hour northeast of Austin. There is a plexiglass ring about half the size of a UFC ring. They throw between, oh, Ed, you're a big snake fan. They throw between 20 and 100 rattlesnakes into the ring. Then generally a snake handler with snake boots goes in. I believe that's not, I imagine that's like hip waders, like not actual snakeskin boots, which would be way cooler. Snake boots goes in with a snake stick and attempts to get as many as they can into a bag in a certain amount of time. Okay. So 
This is this what? is this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's the best thing. We got to do a fucking event there, I live mean, podcast from the snake. As much up. as I'm terrified of snakes, if I if I was given like a, a distant plexiglass room of my own, I would love to watch this and comment. Oh, it. amazing! Yes, with global warming in full effect, it sounds like the snakes were more active than normal. <laughs> it's generally cooler. So the snakes are not much of a threat. They also serve fried rattlesnake and rattlesnake clothing. Like, like, there's nothing about this that I don't want to go check out. Definitely not as fun as taming a road stretcher in parenthesis, large rattlesnake in South Texas. I'm sure this lame exclamation explanation is just about what you thought it was no, much better way more amazing it's great I, we got to go to this yeah, i love it in much better news it was great to hear from telly two putts and lsu lala a couple weeks ago i'm not sure why last week the listener from houston aka the taint of texas it's not far from the asshole was picking sides between Telly and Dolomite. I always thought the baller lifestyle was a community that welcomes everyone. For eight and a half years, Brian and Ed have made a fun, safe place where anyone besides mountain climbing dentists are welcome. You get a, I don't even remember that. You get about 50 episodes oh, a year. Oh, I was thinking the dentist was the guy who killed the lion. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe that is what he's talking about. You get about 50 episodes a year that prove that for a dollar an episode, you will become a believer. I guarantee you will be satisfied. You don't like it. I will return the 50. If you cannot afford it, let Brian or Ed know. We will silently get you squared up for one year. Remember, small business are the heart of our nation, just like the special forces are to our military. Remember, Telly was going to commit an international hit for speaking negatively about Tiger Woods. Cheers to Telly and Dolomite. I will always remember the good deeds from Brian and Ed. Nothing is worth the waste of time. Brian and Ed, I appreciate your service. Thank you for all you do. Ed, I bought four Christmas books and strategically have them all possible places I will be for Christmas this year. I am looking forward to reading your book. Sharp salute. That is from the great fan fan. Thank you very much what for that. Lovely, fan fan. We got Look, we got about a year. We got to set something up. Taylor, Texas. We go to this rattlesnake roundup. We do a show. We eat some barbecue. We eat. Do, you know, we eat. Do, they, do you think they mix it up? Rattlesnake. Because the guy got killed. Oh, oh yeah. You may, may, maybe they won't have it anymore. I, I feel like they'll have an extra special one next year because a guy got killed. Yeah, he died doing what he loved. Of course he did. Taming snakes and being bitten by them. I think we de- I think we definitely go. Sounds amazing. It's don't definitely don't have any shit like that around here. Okay, let's talk some not sports. Well, it's time. It's time for not sports. Not sports segment, segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports. Not sports. Segment. Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not sports? 
Well, we've got a uh, a bunch of RIPs. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest. And I fear. I feel like we were unfairly blamed for one of them. Yeah, we really got hit. We got this week. Yeah. R.I.P. To the great. Yeah. Yeah. Great character actor who only got one shot at, at. True stardom starring role, uh, but was awesome in everything from right stuff to He's great, former, just great in everything. The great Fred Ward passed away at 79 years old, yeah. and a bunch of you were kind of calling us murderers. Yeah, we just do. Just we happened to review a movie starring the guy, we were celebrating before life. he died, and you know, they asked not to read the email, but. We got an email from Fred Ward's people saying this was one of his final great moments. He he was thrilled, wow. thrilled that we were able to discuss his starring role. So nice of Fred Ward's people to reach out. Now, Ed, I Fred Ward, he died at seventy nine years old. Yeah, a couple days ago, last week. So in nineteen eighty five, which was. 37 years ago that makes him like what 42 yes wait, 42 wait, yeah wait, wait, 79. 79 no yeah that, that that seems about right 42 plus 30 that's 72 yeah so so he was like 42 uh, yeah i guess yeah, i can see yeah, it i think that's right i could see it yeah okay Fair enough. Uh, R.I.P. Fred Ward. Who else, Ed? Um, R.I.P. to oh, Jack yeah. Kaler, yeah. the dude's landlord from Big yeah. Lebowski. He was 75. Yeah, I know. You know, it's already you the 10th. Yeah. It's already the, 10th. <laughs> the rent. Just that's, living at my door. Yeah. That's, that's a great little scene. Um, he was he was in stuff. He was in he wanted to, he wanted to suck the dude's dick. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, there was, was there was an a crush on the dude. There. Yeah, he yeah. The dude he wanted the dude to come to his show and they were they were eating they stopped they by went the, to in the and show. Out. They went to the yeah. show, stopped by the in and about in and out, and then yeah. went and uh, met Theodore Donald yeah. or no not no not Theodore um Larry Larry Summers. Oh fuck. Uh and a fine day to you. Yeah. Sir. Oh, um no, oh. yes. Wrote wrote Arthur like, Digby Sellers. Larry Arthur Sellers. Digby's, Arthur yeah, Digby Larry, Sellers. Is this your homework, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? That is such a good scene. Failing social studies. Yes. Such a good movie. Per- terrific performance. 75 years old. Rip Jack Keller. Yes. Um, the This is somebody who died. UAE President Sheikh Khalifa bin Zayed. Um, he Oof. was 73. Um, I can't imagine he was missed by too many women. Not me. Um, country announced a 40-day mourning period. That's too long. Now, Come is this, on. is it like, um, I mean, it's probably not as bad, but is it like, um, is it like Kim Jong Il or Un Kim Jong? Who's the, who's the one that's dead? Kim Jong Un. Ill. Ill. Yep. Remember Kim Jong Il died and you had to be out in the streets crying. And if you weren't crying hard enough, they would flog you or yeah, worse until you cried. Yeah, until you cried. So, is it the same with Sheikh Khalifa bin Zayed? I, I mean, 
I would guess because yeah. they tend to not really respect human rights. So yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's something draconian. But uh, will, will he be buried anywhere near the mass graves of the Bangladeshi slaves that he uses to build all those buildings that they have there? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think more will be killed in erecting some ridiculous, uh, you know, burial site yeah. for him. Yes. R.I.P. Um, a true R.I.P. Al Jazeera reporter, oh, Shireen God. Abu Akleh, uh, she was killed by Israeli raid in the West yeah. Bank, 51 years old. She uh, she was a U.S. reporter for Al Jazeera. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought U.S. reporters are supposed to be protected yeah. when they're killed. I'm sure, I'm, she was... She was wearing the flak jacket that said press on it and the helmet. But luckily the sniper was able to hit her in the um, neck. So Mm. all the armor didn't really help. I do like how all the. um, And it was a Middle Eastern country. So like, you know what? Yeah. But I, unfortunately I, I believe that was Israel. Yeah, it was Israel. They, um, I do like how all the headlines were like, um, she died. Yeah, Al Jazeera reporter struck in head by bullet, like not like totally like downplayed. I mean, it, you could go look from the New York Times and Forbes and like all of these different headlines. Purposefully all, murdered by yes, one of our allies. All soft pedaled that this was a that this was a reporter that got shot by a sniper. You know, it's yeah, awful. It's, you gotta you you wonder who the good guys are sometimes. Um, R.I.P. Ricky Gardner. Uh, was David Bowie and Iggy Pop's Berlin-era oh, guitarist. He man. played guitar on yeah. songs like Lust for Life, yeah. 73. He wasn't He's, some, like, weird, you know, weird-era session guitarist. He yeah. was one of Iggy's biggest songs, Lust yeah. for Life. Yeah, they, you know, these two, Dave, so David Bowie, he takes Iggy Pop, you know, he sees him and he sees something in him and he's like, I want to produce, produce your records. But also he was, he was looking for a muse, you know, and he, so they go over to Berlin and they just like kind of hang out and write songs. And then they come out of that and Iggy pops doing his, he does the passenger. He does like his solo stuff after the stooges and what, and David Bowie goes away with Iggy and then he comes back with Ziggy. Like they both, they both found their muse from each other. And I would love to know now David Bowie's gone and Iggy pop, like there's been books written about him, but he hasn't written his own memoir. I would I, really, I would like, a, a, I've seen yes, some sort of documentary, yes, but like yes. a big time documentary. Yes. Um, just, j- just on that period. Like, just like, just what was it like to be in Berlin? You know, this is post-war Berlin and and it's these two fucking iconic dudes just like trying to be creative around each other. I, w- I would love to know what that period was like. Yeah, and of course, R.I.P. Ricky Gardner. R.I.P. Ricky. Yeah. Um. All right. So I believe this could be our final uh, appearance for oh quite the trial. Ed, the trial, trial is coming to a close. It's coming to a close, and I think I think. Uh, our our subject could be coming to a close on this show for a while. Yeah, it's um I've I've read this week that Johnny Depp because of this trial suddenly Disney is n- no longer so sour 
on the character of Jack Sparrow and reigniting the franchise for, I believe, a seventh or an eighth Pirates of the Caribbean. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I like Caribbean. Well, I, I like to... Oh, Johnny Depp joins us. I like to um, think of the words of the immortal Billy, Billy Ocean. Ocean. Yeah. He says Caribbean queen. Yeah. It's... It, Johnny, it was Aaron Brooks I couldn't think of last time. Aaron Brooks is the guy that looks... You're a big basketball fan, right? Aaron Brooks oh, is the, the guy that looks University so of much Oregon like Oregon point guard? Yes, or that's right. Are you talking yeah. about the Saints quarterback? No, that's right. No, that, yes. <laughs> very too... You know, Johnny, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very sports-centric very, guy despite clearly. growing up in Southern France. Yes. No, 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 you did. You're from, you're from Kentucky and you grew up in Florida. You moved, well, you moved to France when you married a French woman. Tomato, tomato. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I would uh, I would say that, um, you know, seeing me in the public eye, because I chose to have this uh, court case on TV, yes. um, you know, I've, I've taken a couple hits. Um, yeah. Some people uh, say I look a little bloated. My head is very round, and with my ponytail, I, yeah. I almost resemble a sperm. Um, well, you're in your late fifties. I mean, I think you look much better than most people in their late fifties. That is true. That is yeah. true. And uh, I, I, I think um, you know, I went out to talk to my Terry Shivo fans on on my way to the courthouse, and uh, yeah. they're they uh, love me. They love me. Yeah. And no, unfortunately, they they're they're a little bit outside my uh, my purview when it comes to I, age. Of, of course, of course. Yeah. No, you you still attract a high level look. Winona Ryder, Wino Kate forever. Moss, yes, exactly. But Vanessa Paradis, mm-hmm. even Amber Heard. I mean, this is yes. You've always attracted top shelf talent, as you are a top shelf talent. I did see this week, though, that one of the things that came out in trial, Johnny, and maybe you can explain this, is that while you were shooting a movie, you were you were doing a scene with a body double, and probably because you're a method actor. You mistook the body double, and I can only imagine what kind of body this body double had. Because these body doubles, they usually, you know, they got they got the body, but not so much the face. Some people call them distance chicks. Mm. Some people call them other Penn, things. Penn Stater, great yeah, uniform. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, that's that, that is million dollar body with a face to protect it. We've exactly. heard them all. Yes. Yeah, you yes. know, yes, yes. So you were you were doing the scene, and suddenly you lashed out at the body double and slapped and sort of assaulted her. And your explanation was you had confused her with Amber Heard. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, um, you know, as we know, what goes on. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Chosen to others, top podcast man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.
Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.